Tony Stamp is here from RNZ's music team. Hi. Kia ora, Jesse. How are you? Good, thank you. Award-winning to... musical journalist Tony Stamp. Oh, um, yeah, everyone needs to include that. I'm trying to. I'm, my mind is racing trying to think what this link is. Yeah, good. Is it albums I enjoyed in the 1990s? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that would be quite a specific guess, wouldn't they, it? They would be. They both brought back some nice memories. Albums Tony enjoys <laughs> in the 1990s. Yeah, I, I mean, I had big REM phase. Mm, Automatic for the People um, was a big album for me. My REM phase never stopped. My Chili Peppers phase was pretty brief. Yeah. Sort of in the mid-teens there. Yeah, I agree. It really worked for me. I, when, we, when we all first heard Bud Sugar Sex Magic, we thought, oh, this is, this is great. And then just the kind of novelty wore off. <laughs> It's too, it's too sexual, right. Tony, as well. Yeah. You get embarrassed listening to some of those songs. I mean, honestly, I was blushing in the control room <laughs> listening to that when you just played. Yeah, but that was one of their uh, one of their clean ones. I, well, I can't I can't say what that song's about on the radio. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so you're going to stick with the '90s because you've got some blur. Well, let's talk blur, Jesse. Are you or have you ever been a Blur fan? That's what I want to start with. No, but I, you know, I like a couple of their. <clears throat> Famous song like Song Two, like Girls and mm. Boys. Song Two is probably the biggest now. Yeah, not, I, sure, not sure about Park Life. I love Park Life. Great, me too. I, I, <laughs> I think Park Life is my favorite album of theirs. Uh, if not Thirteen, Thirteen was the one where the, the wheels kind of came off. Elbaum mm. was taking heroin. Coxon was alcoholic. Oh yes, yeah, a recipe for disaster, <laughs> and it is a bit of a shambles of an album. But yeah. it, it it's probably their most exciting. They were always interesting to me because you know Britpop was kind of reinventing 60s British pop music with mm-hmm. a, a you know in a 1990s kind of way yeah. and then as they continued I just I, I sort of realized as I aged that they had a bit more depth than I ever gave them mm-hmm. credit for they've just had their second reunion uh you know they their last album was eight years ago and that was just kind of a a bit of an off-the-cuff novelty it didn't yeah. feel like a real yeah. uh, uh, reunion but they just played Wembley and Gosh. it's basically released a surprise record called The Ballad of Darren. Um, <clears throat> it just feels like a return to form. I'm, I'm quite excited about this record, mm-hmm. partly because I think Alban, I think the songs are better than any of his Gorillaz songs have been for the past, you know, five years or so. Um, and I think it accurately reflects a band of guys in their mid-50s. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're trying to recapture past glories. I yes. think they're like, right, we're in a new phase of life now. Yeah, yeah. And this is going to kind of reflect that. So, because can I say, you know, yeah. we're talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and, and my one of my biggest um, feelings on the Red Hot Chili Peppers music these days is it's a, I find it a bit soulless. You mm. know, it's a, quite a clatter. Um, <laughs> it doesn't move me emotionally. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's kind of always been my objection to Gorillas, who mm-hmm. can write some songs that sound like songs, mm-hmm. even sound like hit songs, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't feel personal to me. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, it is quite an impersonal project, I suppose. Yeah. It's very collaborator-heavy. It's very sort of... I mean, it's a cartoon band. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind yeah, of... yeah. Whereas Blur is, you know, it's intimate and... Yeah. I mean, so much of what I remember from Blur is, is tied up to that, that youthful feel. So now that's gone. So mm. I guess the question is, what are they when they're not that sort of yeah. party band? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that the other thing that pleasantly surprised me is that this record doesn't sound like Damon Albarn and some other people. Yeah, it good. sounds like Blur, you know, that mm. uh, Graham Coxon's doing backing vocals and stuff like that. Um, I've chosen the song The Narcissist. This was the first single 
to come uh, from this album. Personally, there's you want to bear in mind that, that uh, Damon Albarn broke up with his partner of 25 years. So that kind of hangs over the album. Mm. But I think it's more, as I say, introspective and sort of thinking about age and thinking about there's a limited amount of time left to make music. So mm. let's make the most of it. And I think the narcissist, you know, maybe this is too obvious an interpretation, but I think it is Alban singing about himself yeah. being narcissistic uh-huh. and letting his ego get in the way, you know, during the, the heydays of the band. Yeah. There's kind of veiled lyrics to going on tour and things like that. So I think he's looking back and reflecting and, and maybe trying to be a, a better person. Like all that aside, I just think it's, it's a kind of majestic sounding song that they do so well. Um, and I just love the chorus. It's so catchy. Yeah. And I must say that when this song dropped, people were kind of excited. They were like, mm. oh, wow, it's, it's, not, it's not just blur. It's good blur. I'm late to the party. Man. Yeah. The, yeah, people did get excited. And it's taken me a while to sort of Great. sit down and, and soak it up. But I love it. Let's play it. Blur and The Narcissist from the new album. Looked in the mirror So many people standing there I walked towards them Into the floodlights I heard no echo There was distortion everywhere Peaceful for a while 
Those were real drums at the end. I think you're right. You see, there was a cheeky little drum machine, yeah, a gorillas-esque cool. drum machine. Yeah, it's real. It's a lovely track. It is a lovely track. I there's one sort of hard rocking song on the album, and the rest is is sort of in that vein, quite mellow. As I say, quite reflective. I really enjoy that album. Fantastic. It's, and sorry, you probably said this, but the album is out now? It's out now. It's yeah. The Ballad of Darren. Thank you. Blur and The Narcissist. And then what else do you have for us? Well. Once again, I've sort of stitched myself up in picking something that is a little bit tricky to pronounce, <laughs> and I haven't really practiced. But Rosina uh, de la Vincia. I'm going to say no, Rosina de Valencia. Yeah. So she was a Brazilian guitarist, born Maria Rosa Canelas, uh, and Valencia was actually her hometown. So I think a critic saw her perform in the 60s, and said she plays for all of Valencia. So she sort of adopted it as her stage name. I should explain why I'm playing this, I suppose. Honestly, you know, social media in general is bad, but it does have its upsides. And recently, uh, my Instagram feed has been sort of informing me about a few older artists that I I may have missed. And Rosina was one of those. Uh, I think it was like an acoustic guitar page. was just saying, look at how good a player she was. Uh, so she was a bossa nova guitarist. A bossa nova sort of peaked in Brazil in the 1960s. Yeah. She her legacy, uh, sort of in hindsight, not necessarily at the time, but is as one of Brazil's best guitar players. Um, released seven albums. Bit of a sad ending to her story. She um, had a heart attack, suffered brain damage, and went into a coma for 12 years before passing away in 2004. Mm. 12 years, a long time, huh? Uh, so, yeah, a bit of a sad ending, but, and I mean, honestly, it's also a bit sad that, yeah, she wasn't necessarily recognized as much as she should have been during her lifetime, which is a very familiar s- story. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to play this one. Thank you. Marin Hero Sol, I believe it's called. I th- just thought this is a very cheerful song. Uh, it's from a 1971 album called A Guitar in the Foreground. And can I just, before you do that, can I just share a story with you that's coming oh, from a listener? please do. From a grandmother. Hi, Jesse and Tony. My daughter and I recently had a mother and daughter weekend going to see the gorillas in Christchurch. Everyone thought we meant the band, not the three beautiful mountain gorillas at Orana Park. <laughs> wonder if that's a common problem in uh, Christchurch. If gorillas ever played Christchurch, that would be. Very confusing for everyone. That sounds like a great day trip. Half Christchurch and Sharp at the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Tony. Good stuff. Enjoy this song. We're going way back to what, 1970s? This is 71, this Fantastic. one. Fantastic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
marinheiro. E quem disse no Aratá? Foi o tombo do navio. Foi o balanço do mar. Enjoyed clapping along to that wherever you are today. Rosinha, so R O S I N H A, de Valencia, V A 